Podcasting from their dining room table in East California, it's the Stonebirds with Dave Stone and Katie Strandberg. Get it? Advice and encouragement from two goofballs who can barely run their own lives. Call now at 562-548-2012 to be a part of the show. Now welcome the Stonebirds. Here we are. I like this. This reminds me of uh, Woodstock. What's that, Georgia? <laughs> no, the remember that big music festival sixties. <laughs> My music taste isn't great, Cecil. I I don't know how things work. This is the pride of Georgia Southern University. Really? Who? Down there in Statesboro. Oh, okay. The collective soul. I love uh, Collective Soul. What else I, do they sing? I used to work with their daddy. You did? Uh-huh. Wait, you worked with Collective Soul's daddy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean like the lead singer? Uh-huh. Or? Yeah. His boys was always over at the house banging on pots and pans. Oh, uh-huh. that's... I like how they started from the bottom, you know? Uh-huh. They just found what they could that's and true. used it as instruments. That's uh-huh. great. That's true. They got this in here. Which this one? Here. Okay, this one. Uh-huh. Oh, let's see. Yes! I love this song. I never know the words. Yeah. Yeah, but I like yeah. This is a good karaoke song. Note to everybody. Great karaoke song. First of all, you'll learn the lyrics. And it starts off slow. You gotta have a nice karaoke song that starts off slow. Uh-huh. See, so when's the last time you've done karaoke? Well, I used to do polka karaoke down there at the VFW <laughs> Hall. What uh, is polka karaoke? Polka karaoke. I you thought bring, polka was... You bring your own tuba <laughs> and you get it, get it free. Uh, you bring so, tuba or accordion, what have you, and I have a live band, live polka karaoke where you have, you just, like if you say, hey boy, let's, give me, <laughs> let's do the dill pickle stomp, count it off. Dill Pickle Stomp. Uh, Any of the classic polka hits. Dill Pickle Stomp (laughs) seems a little aggressive towards Dill Pickles. Spicy Mustard Blues. (laughs) Uh, Well, I'm speechless. I don't know what to say to the Uh Dill Pickle Stomp. Oh, wow. He's just going in circles now. Is that the dance to Uh the Dill Pickle Stomp? Oh, boy. Bye, bye, Cecil. Is Cecil okay? Oh boy! All right, I'll take oh, it from here. Oh wow! Oh, he's gonna—he's been eating Vienna sausages. All I noticed day. that, and it oh. kind of smells. It smells like cat food. Not great. No. Not great. Mm-mm. But oh well, he's family. How about you, Boo? Boo, I am just swimming in shit. Oh Wait. lord. <laughs> Wait. I meant to say I'm doing great, but I just I'm a I'm a pig stuck in the sewer. There it is. Mm-hmm. You're swimming in shit. Well, <laughs> sorry to hear that. How are you doing? <laughs> Boo, I have to say uh-huh. I'm really proud of you right now. Really? Yeah, you rallied. Mm-hmm. Guys, full disclosure. 
I'm just going to go ahead and put this out there. Today I thought, hey, Dave, why don't I get you super, super high before we record the Stonebergs? Mm -hmm. And he said, okay. (laughs) So now this is what we have. So we have a bit of a high... Boo. I'm okay. Yeah, no, you're great. Uh-huh. <laughs> Your face is amazing. <laughs> What's wrong with my face? No, you just, you look extremely impaired by marijuana, oh. and I like it. Well. And uh, it, this is just where we're at right now, okay, guys? Sometimes you just got to say to your husband, hey, get high. Yeah. Do I have that dead-eyed thousand-yard stare? You you do. <laughs> you really do. <laughs> At least you're not a ravenous wolf like myself, okay? Like I'm looking for something, but not too hard. I really do. You do look, um, is it contemplative? Oh, boy. Contemplative. I wow. It. I think it sounded out. Can- contemplate. Uh-huh. Contemplative. Uh-huh. Contemplative. I'm not high, guys. This is me sober. and Counterproductive. So- counter, whatever. Anyway. Contemplative? Boo, do you want to discuss thing? our drive yesterday? <laughs> I want to get out and wander. Okay. Guys, Dave likes to drive. Uh He likes it. And I enjoy driving sometimes. I do. I have a great new car. It's phenomenal. It's fun. But we just kind of aimlessly drove yesterday. Have we talked about your new car? Have we? I don't know. Well, I don't think it's official. Well, it's not really official. We're gonna wait till it's official. It's we're gonna wait till it's official. I'm test driving a car, guys, that was previously owned (laughs) by a dead man. (laughs) Oh you're trying out your dad's uh, car. It's a great little car. Well, it's big. It's a big horse of a car, but it's fun. And I went from a Prius, which is great gas mileage to like this tank that I can't really function. Long story short, we decided to go on a beautiful drive with our gorgeous little son, Charlie. He just was not in the mood. He wasn't in the mood. And then his bad mood impeded on my mood. And then poor Dave was just stuck with two grouches in the car. So I was riding shotgun Mm -hmm. and you were driving. You wanted to drive. I wanted to drive. Uh And I thought, how fun, you yeah. know. I just, I found it a little, what's the word I'm looking for? Spirit breaking? Redemptive. <laughs> that, uh, because oh, yeah. the only thing you really gripe at me about, the only, the only thing I really, well, that sounded arrogant. The only thing I really need to improve upon. No, no, no. Is in I, this one area. In this one area, you're right. I no, definitely. That's the only thing I need to work on. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Well, the only thing you really like, you you ever are like, dude, what are you doing? Is is my road rage. That's true. Well, you call it road rage, and sometimes it's rageful, but sometimes like I'm not. Road rage just sounds like. You know what I'm saying? Unlike yeah, like, no, I see what you're there's saying. There's no. Um, Domestic battery is domestic violence okay. is domestic wow. violence. I mean, obviously, there's degrees of it, but even the smallest degree okay, is guys. still right. wrong. Right. You know. Right. Like you, but but road rage, like sometimes, yeah. you know, a, a well placed, you know, uh, zinger. Yeah. No, I understand. No, I. 
<laughs> it doesn't mean I'm raging. It's just like, look at this fucking idiot. Okay, so here's the thing. I think that at times, yes, but you once you open that door, mm-hmm. there's no stopping. It is like we have opened the road rage or the road aggression door, mm-hmm. and now we're through the hallway, and now we are just going for it. It's like license to yell. Is what it is. See, I disagree. And- <laughs> I don't think I don't think that's accurate at all. That makes me just sound like a just a monster who can't control himself. Like once he gets started, no, it's if if that person who I'm griping at is, is now out of my lane or out of my way, you know, then I I move on to the next idiot that's sure sure to impede me here momentarily. Right. So my thing is like, hey, let's focus on the good. Mm-hmm. But yesterday, yeah, it was justice for you because... because, yeah, boy, you were hot behind the wheel. Okay, well, to be fair, it was bumper-to-bumper traffic mm-hmm. <laughs> the entire way. Yeah. Entire way. We're Not trying even... to go from... We're trying to drive from West Hollywood to Malibu on yeah. Sunset. How pretty, right? Sounds cute. So Sounds romantic. Sounds fun, flirty. Bel Air. It was neat. And then every single, it it went down to one lane about 47 times. So by the end of sunset, I was just done. Charlie was barking. We had to find a place for him to poo and pee. I was tired. Well, we got to talk You were hungry. I was just, what? (laughs) I was tired. You were hungry. (laughs) Well, I knew we had to feed you and him. And then sound like I'm a horse (laughs) who has to take medicine by noon. Uh, We got to feed him. Hold on, check your watch. He's due for another feeding. I get, I get, I get this weird. I'm oddly, I get hungry uh, around lunchtime. You're not a snacker. I'm a snacker. Yeah, I'm not a snacker. Anyway, my point is. Didn't mean to interrupt your flow, but this oh, there's is something no flow. that needs <laughs> That's very addressing. Nice. Okay, sure. Is the fact that Charlie sits in your lap while you operate a motor vehicle. I don't I don't understand why that's a big deal to you. I don't think that's safe. I think that's a huge distraction. Okay. When so him, when he's circling and you know, fidgeting and trying to get in his right position while he's on your lap while you're driving. Usually he's in a good place. Okay. Mm-hmm. Usually you know, let's put the window down. He'll hang out his head. I'm holding onto the leash. So mm-hmm. that gives my hand something to do. I'm used to driving a stick shift. Mm-hmm. So really, I'm this is really good for my ADHD, <laughs> right? So I'm I'm keeping him in the car and then I'm driving, but then usually he'll get tired and then he'll find a little spot on my lap and sleep. And how cute is that? How cute is that? Hi, Charlie's sleeping on my lap. You don't think it's that's cute. dangerous. Oh, no, it's for sure dangerous. You're Uh correct. But I don't know how to fix it at this point because I already started a monster. Just stiff arm him. You place him in the passenger seat. Yeah. And while you're driving, whenever he tries, you just take your right arm. Do you know what a stiff arm is in football? No. Like, pretend I'm the running back, right? And I've got the ball and I'm running. Okay. And then the defender's coming and he's trying to tackle me. And I know the listener can't see what I'm doing here. But like, I can. But the That's list- all that matters. The, 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 defend- the linebacker's coming to tackle me, right? Okay. I'm running this way. He's chasing me. And as soon as he gets close enough to tackle, I, I stiff arm him. I, I straight arm, and I, I extend my arm, and I put my hand on his face mask or his helmet. And then he can't reach. Like Then he gets like these alligator arms. Oh, I love yeah, that. He's trying to tackle me. But if I get to him first, I can stiff arm him. 
And then a lot of times you can just knock their balance off. And it's, it's a beautiful technique. But yeah, Even if anyway, you're... that's what you got to do to Charlie. You got to stiff arm him. But I don't like that. Mm-hmm. You don't have to hurt him. You can do it, you know, soft. But you just got to let him know, hey, no, you stay over there. Well, I just, I don't know, because but here's the thing. You spoiled him, and now he's just like, that's my seat. What are you talking about? When we drive, yeah, I sit in her lap. What are you doing? It's a problem. Mm-hmm. I, listen, I'm not saying I'm correct, okay? But then, you know, we have a flow, me and Charlie. Mm-hmm. When we drive, we understand... <laughs> what's happening okay mm-hmm. we understand that hey mom's driving i'm gonna have some airflow on my face for a little while then i'm gonna get bored then i'm gonna sleep in between her left leg and the door mm-hmm. i mean i don't see a problem with that <laughs> well i just think with your i think i've made a monster I, I think you need as few uh, distractions as possible well it was just, guys, cartoonishly nightmare would be how I described yesterday's drive. Yeah. And I'm sorry, because guess what? I became a sourpuss. I became a sourpuss on the way home, and I just died inside. It happens. That's L.A. traffic. Poor Dave. He was like, where's my boo? <laughs> I was like, I'm not here anymore. I hate everything. It's weird to see you uh, pissed off. Uh, but not at me. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm not saying that you're often pissed off at me, but like usually, you know, if I'm that close to you and you're that angry, usually I'm to blame or partly to blame. But to, for you to just be, no, I'm not mad at you. I'm just mad at the situation. It's hard when you're, okay, I was thinking about this. Mm-hmm. When I'm mad at a situation like yesterday, mm-hmm. I can't, I was trying to get out of it. So I was like looking at things like, Katie, look at something that you like or, you know, just find something positive. So that's why I was like, oh, look, it, there's a really cool building or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or do I just say, hey, I'm really mad right now. What do we do? How do I fix this? Yeah. How do you turn it around when you're in that mode? And it isn't your fault. Uh-huh. And I realize that I'm tanking the afternoon. I get it. It's me. Mm-hmm. And I'm pulling a... Dave Strandberg, and I'm like, hey, everybody, if I'm not having a good time, everyone's going to suffer. I don't want to do that. So how do I knock myself out? Do I just pull over and say, hey, knock myself out? Well, see, the one thing I found interesting is I, I understood why, why you were upset with all the traffic, because it is. It's very annoying. But, see, I, this is what helps me in situations like we had yesterday, we were just wandering. We had zero agenda. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't have an appointment. We weren't trying to make it to a place at a certain time, whatever. Mm-hmm. See, and I'm not saying this is how you should have done it, but like, I don't, I try not to get annoyed at traffic when I'm just wandering. Okay. You're right. Now, if these idiots are making me late, then that's another thing. Like, Hey, I've got to be this. I left plenty of time, but you know, I didn't, I didn't expect this idiot to, you know, slow me down. Uh, that's when I get rageful. But when when it's like, oh, I'm I literally have nothing to do. I'm just farting around. I try not to. Like, yes, this is annoying, but like, I'm not in a hurry. I understand. Well, here's the thing. We did have a drive around day uh-huh. that was on. I forget what day we were there, mm-hmm. but we started early. Mm-hmm. It wasn't bad. We went over Laurel Canyon. Yeah, we fucked around, farted around. <laughs> In uh, Studio City, I got to walk around yeah. with Charlie. It was fun. We, you know, I got a fun coat 
from this lovely lady. Then, you know, it was on sale because it's getting warmer. Then we went and we got you lunch. We came back. So there were two stops. Uh-huh. I think that's the key. That we we got to have a, we got to have, and, and we were just farting around and that day and okay. But like, we have to have a Katie stop mm-hmm. and a Dave stop. Oh, okay. So a Katie stop is usually involving some sort of shop uh-huh. and or card store yeah. or some sort of Target. Uh-huh. Um, and a Dave stop, I figured if we have Charlie, we pick up a nice food item uh-huh. and you could enjoy it in the car. I realize that's not as fun as going in, <laughs> but we got this annoying little man yeah. and we got to just understand. So that to me, we got to find somewhere in the middle of that. Yeah. And not judging those who do, but it's because that's one of my standards or my principles is I just, I, I'm not going to take Charlie into a restaurant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's we, not necessary. I know. We just can't. Well, he's not a good dog. Yeah. He's, <laughs> <laughs> no offense, but buddy. But like people that bring their <laughs> dogs and stuff. And I know a lot of people do it and there's patios and stuff, but it's still like, I don't want my dog's dander getting into your soup. So I get I'm it. I'm not going to bring my dog into and even this it's place a back, where there's open food. Okay. Even yeah. back patio mm-hmm. still feels weird for you. Mm-hmm. Patio, maybe not, you know, but just, I don't know. Just the idea that, like, hey, some, you can't do everything. You want to go out to eat? Maybe leave your dog at home, you know? I understand. Also, I, you know, my goal for Charlie, let's go ahead and be real. No offense, buddy. Earmuffs. Here's the Jeez. thing. <laughs> I wanted him to be a purse dog. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to be the perfect purse dog. Now, purse dogs, you just throw them in there. You don't even think about it. They just kind of exist. It's like having a hamster around. But, you know. I think he's a little too girthy for that. Too. He's, he's too more girthy. Like a, more like a bowling ball bag dog. <laughs> he's more of an Adidas sports bag dog. <laughs> like Remember those ball. were like, did you have one of those Adidas duffel bags? That was like a big get in high school. Yeah, those were Big for uh, soccer yes. and in baseball. Yes. You got to have some sort of like specialty duffel bag. What color was your, it was black and white? Uh, I think I had like in baseball in high school, our, our colors were red. So oh, you had a red one. I was yeah. going to say red. Our our, uh, our design and colors and everything were just like the Cincinnati reds. So like our, Ooh, our road uniforms. I don't know like what that their means. Their road uniforms and home uniforms. Like, but yeah, they just, you know, Cincinnati reds. Cincinnati reds. Cherokee and everything, yeah. Wait, Cincinnati Reds is Cherokee of the Sea? No, no. My team was Cherokee. So the Sea. Oh, the, sorry. The Cincinnati Sea <laughs> made sense to do for Cherokee Sea. Sorry. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I didn't explain that one. Cherokee of the Sea. Yeah. Oh, that would be, I mean, that sounds like a great novel. Cherokee I don't know. But I don't know what the novel would be. Anyway, guys, listen, again, I am I am sober. This is me. Yeah. Totally sober. Uh-huh. So you're welcome, America. <laughs> So we had a, a very frustrating fart around. That's the thing. Fart, and I wanted to apologize. Should be fun. They should be fun. And I, I definitely shat all over it yesterday. I definitely, and I felt myself doing it. And I knew I just needed a nap, much <laughs> like a baby. I either need to have a little fruit snack in the afternoon or a beautiful nap. I understand. You okay over there? Yeah, I couldn't hear myself for a second. Oh, dear God. (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't want people to miss out on this. But you know what? Today is a special day. Let's go ahead and celebrate. Oh, yeah? How many years have you been in Uh, L.A. today, Dave Stone? Today is my Los Angeles anniversary. Woo! One 
decade. A decade. Ten years Ten today. years, baby. Ten years. March 23rd, 2012, I rolled into town. Wow. And I remember specifically, uh, first, you know where the, literally the first place I stopped and set my foot out onto Los Angeles soil? Where? Was uh, in and out <laughs> uh, oh, you were like, listen, I'm going to try this. Yeah, I drove directly to In-N-Out, and uh, I met uh, my buddy Noah Gardenswartz. He just oh, happened to be in town. He he didn't sweet. live here at the time. I think he lives here now, but uh, I think he was just visiting and doing some spots. But it just coincided. You know, he knew I was coming out, arriving that week, and, you know, the day of. He's like, you arriving today? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, let's just have lunch at In-N-Out. I was like, yes, I always want to try In-N-Out. Oh, was it? So it was your first in <laughs> my and out first burger, in and, out, yeah. and your thoughts. Uh, at first, I wasn't impressed. I've talked about this. Yeah. Uh, my first thought was it tasted very similar to Sonic Burger, which is good, not great. Mm-hmm. Sonic is always just meh. It's fine. It's not awful, but it just the fries and the burger. At my first year or two, I was just like, I didn't get it, mm-hmm. and then somewhere along the way, it just it just switched. Where it's like, oh, I get. It clicked. I mean, it was good. That very first one was like, this is good. But, you know, I didn't understand what all the hype was about until one day it just clicked. Like, oh, everything's fresh. It's cheap. It's so affordable. Still the best value. It is a good value. The double double at $4.65, I think, at most of them. Sorry. So, anyway, yeah. Ten years ago today, I had my first in and out, which happened to be my first day in Los Angeles. Wow. And so how was, do you remember that first day other than the in and out Like, where did you go? Because you were living in your van, living correct? Living in my van. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that very first night, uh, Rory Scovel let me crash at his place. Aww. So yeah, after I had my lunch with, no, I'm just dropping a lot of names now, but I just remember uh, that Rory was like, you know, just... Because that's another story. Like, so many people were like, you know, hey, man, what, you know, when they found out about the van, like, just crash on my couch. But I was real adamant, like, nah, you know, I'm not going to be a burden to my buddies just because I decided to do this stupid thing. But uh, that very first night, uh, Rory and his wife, Jordan, were both pretty adamant. We're like, just come over here. We'll have dinner and just crash. And then you, you, tomorrow you can, you know, start your journey and figure out L.A. Uh, and that, that's what I did. Yeah, hung out with him uh, the first night. <coughs> and I remember it was a Friday night. And uh, I think we went, I think I saw him do a spot or something. But the second night, I had a spot. Uh, oh, I, you did? Yeah, somebody got me a spot at some little uh, black box theater, the one there on Santa Monica. Oh, yeah, yeah, But that second day was like, okay, now, and I spent that entire second day just driving around trying to figure out where I was going to park. Wow. Like what neighborhoods look safe. I had done a little recon, you know, just through some friends who had lived out here, like Rory and some of those guys, Kyle. Uh, yeah, I kind of had an idea, like, what neighborhoods I kind of needed to be in, but I still, you know, didn't know the streets or the layout or anything. I was like, all right, let me, I spent that whole day just going and looking for various areas to, like, park. Wow. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh, boo. Was that frustrating? That must have been crazy culture shock. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird. You like, know, it, was, it was exciting, but it was weird, just... Not having like a home base, just like, all right, well, this vehicle is my home. Wow. So let's just figure out the best place to park it and best place to set up in terms of, you know, I had I had the gym membership. So I think that second day I went and checked out my, my gym for the first time, the LA Fitness there on Hollywood Boulevard, which that was like the only one around. Like looking back at it now, it's like, oh, that was a terrible place for me to have to go to every day to try to get past all that, you know, tourist Hollywood Boulevard stuff. 
Yeah. But we have a visitor who's there. I'm sorry. We have a Harvey at the door. <laughs> oh, Harvey, a Truman, Truman's actually. mad that we I'm shut the door. I'm sorry we shut the door, guys. And But anyway, yeah. So I I, uh, I was spending a lot of my time like near the uh, the gym just so I, I was like, well, common sense. Like I need – that's my toilet my shower. So let me uh, kind of set up shop right there in the middle of Hollywood. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. Okay, so 10 years. What have we learned? How are you feeling? How does it feel to be back? Feels great. Feels good to be here. Like, uh, yeah, just, just <laughs> you're doing that stare again. <laughs> the thousand yard. Uh, what feels you, good. What are you asking? I me? don't know what's happening. No, everything's good. It's it's good to be back here. You know, it feel, it's time flies. It didn't feel like ten years, but uh, oh, oh Truman, Truman's upset. Truman's upset, guys. How dare you, but mother? Yeah, so. The irony is I would have never, I, I used to check out this neighborhood and I was mm-hmm. like, oh boy, I'll stick out like a sore thumb, or, you know, in this neighborhood. So that's ironic that, you know, we live in a neighborhood now that I was like, oh, I can't even park my vehicle in that neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> it is crazy. Yeah. 10 years. Yeah. 10 years. Yeah. That's from Gross Point Blank, one of the greatest movies of all time. Do you remember that movie? I do. Oh. Jeremy Piven says that too, John Cusack. You're welcome, everybody. You're welcome. You know, there is a gross point, uh, Michigan, which is right next to Detroit. Did I ever tell really? you about this? Now, granted, the people who live around there, you know, maybe it's changed, whatever. But I, when I visited Detroit like 10 years ago, uh, I think it was for the first time. Anyway, gross point is this little town, like I, if I remember correctly, right on the outskirts of Detroit. Ooh. But it's a nice little neighborhood. Like, Ooh. it's a very affluent, and that f- as soon as you cross into Detroit, right there on the on the border, yeah. you're like, within the course of a block, it changes, like, 180 in terms no of, like, way. the socioeconomic status. Wow. Like, it's, you're, like, you're going through, like, it would be like if Beverly Hills butted up to, I don't want to say Skid Row, but, like, downtown. Wow. Like, if Beverly Hills butted up to downtown L.A., and just like, oh, this block, I'm in Beverly Hills, and two blocks over, what the fuck? Holy shit! But I balls. remember Gross Point into Detroit was just an incredible. I, one of the quickest transitions I've ever seen in a in a city. Wow! Yeah, so there's something. Well, for was you that reference. movie filmed in Gross Point? I don't know. I, I always I was know. confused. You know what? I really thought that was his name forever uh-huh. in the movie. What was his name? In Gross the movie? Point. Oh no. Got- <laughs> Why did you think that was his name? I just thought it was... Because neither one of those are really people's <laughs> names. Well, I thought that was his code name. Uh-huh. Spoiler alert, okay. if you watch the movie, he is a hitman. Yeah. Which isn't really a spoiler. Yeah, I think it's, it's like part of the movie. And it's 20 years old. Yeah. I, it, is it really? Oh, my God, we are old. Probably more. Oh. That movie? Yeah. Late 90s, probably? I mean, that's a great movie. That is a great movie. Sorry, guys. I Sidetrack. This is what happens when Katie's steering the ship. I'm in control. That's okay. I'm in control. <laughs> Glad to be here. <laughs> oh, my face is healing at least. You want to talk about what happened this week? Guys, my grief has taken a weird turn. And... I have, okay, when my mom passed away a few years ago, <laughs> spoiler alert, she's dad. Um, I don't know why, spoiler, okay. Um, 
but I got obsessed with hair extensions, if we remember. <laughs> and I was, I got, okay, guys, I paid so much money. I, I can't even describe to you. I, I lied to Dave so many times, like, about how much I paid for that crap. It was a full day. I was with that lady for like 12 hours and she was putting long extensions. So I went from like ear length hair to what was it? Waist? It was like almost to my Not waist. waist. Middle of the back. Middle How of the back. How long do you think the extensions were? Are we talking, it was about a foot? It was no, like a foot and a half. Really? At least. Yeah, yeah. It was long. Remember? It was long. Wow. I looked like a sister wife. I came home <laughs> and did. I did. I had like dirty blonde hair that was like kind of scraggly because if you know extensions, you have to pay like a crap ton for like real good. So I think I got like mid-level. <laughs> I think I got like target level extensions. But she she was like, you should just wear it like that. It's so much hair and it looks good. And I was like, okay. You definitely look like you were some sort of religious fundamentalist. Yeah, I like, looked. You definitely looked. I don't. I'm not picking on a certain group, but like, no, you were definitely cooking casseroles in the name of the Lord <laughs> for sure. <laughs> or I was like Girl Scout leader of uh-huh. the year. Or I You're, was definitely an art teacher that didn't know what she was doing. Yeah, yeah. You kind of had like a little bit sister wife, a little bit uh, middle school art teacher. Yeah, maybe preschool teacher mm-hmm. that doesn't, you know know what to do with her hair it wasn't great because i knew i got home and i was like what do you think and you were like wow like you (laughs) you just did like a long wow and i was like oh no and i remember i did a kicking it with katie video r.i.p those were my little fitness videos guys that i used to do all the time i was so cute I'm not cute anymore. I'm dead inside. Anyway. Oh, oh it's okay. No. I'm not just, dead inside. Well, I don't know anymore. Just had a rough couple of years. Rough couple of years. I killed my spirit. Now I'm back, getting back on track. Uh, <laughs> I forget what I was I don't know. Extensions. Oh, sister wife. Uh-huh. Okay, so... Then I started rocking a side braid because I thought that would help conceal it. It didn't look bad with a side braid. It didn't look horrible. It was weird, but it didn't look horrible. Now, what do you mean by a side braid? Okay, so I braided like the long one mane. One big braid. Like the three. Like a ponytail, but on the side? Yeah. Do you know what a braid is? Yeah. Okay. I'm not trying to be, that sounded mean. Yeah. No, I wasn't trying to, do you know what a braid is? <laughs> yeah, I, you probably, I confused you when I said ponytail. Yeah. I, didn't mean, I know so it's different. So just a side. Yeah, like a braided ponytail. And I just remember doing a kicking it with Katie video and a, a couple of my high school friends saw it and they were like, wow, your hair. Like they messaged me on Instagram and I was like, yeah, I got extensions. What do you think? And then they didn't answer. Oh, they initiated wow your hair oh. and didn't follow up. Yeah, and I was like, oh, because they probably just rewatched the video like I did, and I was like, oh my god, I look like a monster. But you can't text you wow your hair and then not follow up. Even, I know. Like, hey, you know, even if it's brutally honest or at least bullshit me, but no. And I even I think I said, oh, do you like or yeah? What do you think? Or I was self conscious about it, and then it was just like. Mm. Like, I think she just liked the comment or something. Like, she acknowledged, hi, I commented on this. Uh-huh. But it was definitely, like, I remember my feelings getting really oh. hurt because I was like, <laughs> oh, no. I don't remember this side braid, boo. 
Okay, there's like a few pictures of the side braid because really? I would do my sad walks with Charlie uh-huh. around Silver Lake. <laughs> I remember being like, oh, well, I got a long hair. Then one night manically, I decided to cut it all off. <laughs> and then the lady had to fix it again. I think I just liked this hair lady. Remember, uh-huh. I like loved her. She was like my mom. Where was she at? Where'd she was a go? mom figure. Um. I just found her online, and she was just so funny, and she was from Florida, and she was this Italian lady. And Where she was would like, you have to go, though? It was in the middle of Hollywood, like okay. right on Sunset, near the Arc Light. Okay. if you're familiar. It's like heart of Hollywood, and I just, I don't know. Is it in that little shopping center, like where that weird store is? No, it's oh. in that, um, it's... Oh, no, I love that store. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. I love that. Smoothie slash... Uh, Brick-a-brack. Gentleman's Club. <laughs> it was like it was like smoothies, slash statues, statues, <laughs> candles. A lot of candle work, a lot of candle work. But also, you didn't really know what they sold, and you're like, "This is a front." There's a lot of businesses like that around it's Hollywood. So str- what is it? So what do you think it is? Well, I think uh, in well, Los Feliz, I think there's a lot of uh, Russian mafia. Oh, I believe that, but yeah. like in in Hollywood, where it's like next to the ArcLight, what do you think that place was? Oh, that could that could be that could be a front. Doesn't matter that it's right next to the ArcLight. It was it was very weird. It, I remember like I was like, this would be a cool place if they just focused mm-hmm. on one thing, yeah. you know? They literally had the the main thing was smoothies, <laughs> but then they also had a lot of square footage <laughs> devoted to like little statues and 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 hair trimmers and, and protein powder just and random calendars. It was like the worst general store. It was. It was like a weird Spencer's gifts. Do they still have Spencer's gifts? I don't know. Do you know what that is? Oh yeah. I oh, I used to. There. Oh, I wasn't allowed to. Yeah. I wasn't allowed to because yeah. they had that naughty section. Yeah. Where they had like those toys where like old men would like poop or give you the finger, you know? <laughs> Get you t shirts as FBI, female booty inspector. Yes. Oh boy, my friend's gonna love this for his oh birthday. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we I, we'd get like our buddies would buy each other just random shit from there. Like, you would? Yeah. Oh, like little gag gifts? Yeah, gag gifts. Oh, that's funny. That's hey, like my dad loved birthday. that story. That tracks. Fake dog poop. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. <laughs> I remember seeing that. And those tiny hands you put on your finger. Yeah. You can do a small applause. Those are always a crowd pleaser. <laughs> That's real fun. Yeah, I'm special, guys. I'm a special lady. But yeah, um, so that was after mom passed, uh-huh. I decided to get obsessed with hair. Now, after dad passed, I'm going a different way. Yeah. I'm obsessed with burning my skin off. Like, literally. <laughs> right so what happened off. this week? Okay. So I found this wonderful medical spa that happens to be in Newport Beach, which if we know West Hollywood to Newport Beach, it's a good hour and a half to two hours. One way. One way. It's like going to Vegas. (laughs) (laughs) But I love these ladies and they're just so sweet and they like me so much. I think I just am the easiest sell ever Mm -hmm. because I'm like, sure. But I did a procedure entitled Opus Plasma. Now, this isn't the vampire facial, which I did a few weeks ago. Uh This is where they take this sander-type laser-slash-needle thing, and this is real, and they numb your face, and they dig it into your skin. 
because they're trying to get your skin to peel off because you want the new baby skin. Much like a reptile, we have to get rid of our skin so it's cute and baby-like, right? Anyway. So it's like a roller? It's like a roller, but what? like a sander. Mm-hmm. Imagine a sander okay. for your face okay. with needles. That hurts. And the needles, we talked about that. That's like a it's like an aerator, like aerating a lawn. Yeah, yeah, aerating the lawn. So that's what you have to do with your skin. Little, little Boys, do you see what we do? Do you see what we do? And also, you know, other men. I hope there are some listeners that are gay. Hey, guess what? We we do a lot. We do a lot to our face to make us look pretty, okay? Mm. Anyway, uh, it got, I got so numb. And then they even gave me an IV. Like, <laughs> so much. Jeez, really? <laughs> and then they asked if I Why wanted. Why did they give you an IV? Because they said that with, um, my, <laughs> they were like, oh, have you been taking vitamins or anything? And I'm like, no. Should you be doing cosmetic and, procedures that require an IV? Uh-oh, that was not great. What's um, what I don't know what that was. I'm, should I be, should I go look? Well, I mean, does it sound like a person coming in? No, it sounded like Harvey just knocked over a bunch of stuff. Yeah, well. I mean, they would meow if they were, <laughs> we should never be parents. This is a note to everybody. We're not going to be parents, okay? We'll hear the moans. We don't hear moaning or screaming. Um, but yeah, so Opus Plasma, uh, I know every dude is checking out right now. But listen, here's where they're, they're going to check back in. So yeah, I get an IV, but it's for, it's not even a needle boo. They use like a piece of plastic to put it into your arm, and it's direct vitamins, like when you're in the hospital and you get an IV. Yeah, when like, you're in the hospital. <laughs> Not when I'm at the fucking nail salon. <laughs> it's a beauty spa. That that's how they market it, and it's not. It's where Is hell. That normal? Have Have you ever had to put an IV in anywhere outside the context of a hospital or doctor's office? I've done that before. I've done the IV drip for vitamins. I've done that before after okay. mom died. Um, okay. Uh, but uh, I have to check one second. Okay, all good, all good. What I think. Happened? Well, Truman is okay. Truman likes to play mind games with Charlie, mm-hmm. and that's what it was. It was him playing mind games and basically <laughs> terrorizing Charlie's <laughs> mental <laughs> psyche. <laughs> anyway, so they uh, take this gun, they numb your face. Yes, I happen to have an IV in me. No big deal. Then. I start fe- smelling something, right? Oh, no. I start smelling burning. Like, it just smelled. And there was, I opened my eyes, and there's, like, smoke. Then they have to get this weird vacuum. They're like, oh, one second. And then they get a vacuum and suck up the smoke. So it's almost like one of those oven, what are those things over the ovens? Like where an oven vent? Yeah, it's yeah. a vent that, like, oh my They're just sucking the smoke in. And then I knew it was a weird sight to see when people kept coming into the room like, you're doing great. (laughs) Keep going. (laughs) That's an old Seinfeld uh, bit about, I forgot how he set it up, but basically when you're having like a weird surgery, you don't want other doctors coming in being like, I got to see this. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I got to see this. And then I asked, so afterwards I was like, okay. And I looked at my face and it wasn't horrible. I Uh think last time with the vampire facial, that was worse. I don't know where we're going. I think 
they have a plan, but I feel like my acne and my skin is so bad that they're like, okay, let's keep going. Whatever we can do for this broad. Not at all. No, I I don't know. I mean, well, then they're taking advantage of you if that's their approach, like. Because it's not bad at all, boo. You look great. Well, thank you. I just, you know, I don't know. It, it It's obsession. Um, I do like the results. However, the, I feel like it's how people get tattoos. Mm-hmm. Like you get addicted to that like, like weird pain. Yeah. I, I do love the pain of a tattoo. Why is that? Is that like a thing? Is that like a mental? I'm so sorry, Charlie. What's, what's he doing? Come he's on. Trying James. to figure out his life. Okay. <laughs> Why is everyone suck. yelling at me? Uh-huh. <laughs> he's just always. He's always. Um, discontent. Di- discontent and it, dissatisfied. He's not happy. Yeah. He, I just want him to be happy. And I don't know why, because he's got such a pampered life. I know. What else can we do for you, buddy? I just don't know. I mean, should we? <laughs> I don't know. Does he need friends? Like, it must be hard living with two cats that hate you. <laughs> Literally avoid you at all costs. They want nothing They to do. hate the him. The only attention they pay him is to mess with him. Yeah. And mean. Yeah. Like, smart and mean. Oh, yeah. You were talking about uh, Truman's... Oh, he'll play mind games. Yeah, no, he'll just sit and wait for Charlie. So I'll feed Charlie, Mm -hmm. and then Charlie will be petrified to go to his food dish because Truman will just sit there near it like, hey, (laughs) going to get you. Go ahead, enjoy your dinner. (laughs) And then they'll be mean. Mm -hmm. They'll pounce on him. They'll scratch at him. I mean, I don't know. I feel like you are pro Harvey Truman, and I am like, Charlie, well, Charlie does do a bunch of stupid shit. He's an idiot. Him. He just charges at him. <laughs> but he's just trying to play. He thinks it's fun. He's got to have better body language or something. Good Lord. They don't know. They take it as a threat. You know. Like, here's this cr- idiot charging at me. <laughs> I'm going to get into a karate stance. <laughs> no, but it is funny, guys, because I'll catch Truman or Harvey like being maniacal and mean to Charlie and Dave's just sitting there again, thousand yard stare, like just not doing. And I'm like, did you see that? And he's like, what? Like you just, (laughs) you have some favorites and I get it. I love Charlie. I love all my boys equally. Mm. All my boys are thoroughbreds. Okay. Okay. No, No, I just feel like, I feel like Charlie, he doesn't intentionally instigate, but because he's so stupid, Mm-hmm. And he just has no control over his body. <laughs> right. He has no self awareness, no, he no body control. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, you know, he can't, you gotta true. be delicate around cats. No, it's true. You can't just be some clumsy dipshit goofball, <laughs> just come barreling into the room and not, not expect the cat to like react negatively. Do you think he knows the difference between cats and dogs? I don't think so. I do not think he understands anything. No, Listen, he, Boo, ever since you went to Moosecraft this week, you have not been the same. You've been in a little toot, okay? I've been in a toot. You've been in a toot since Sunday. Do you want to discuss that? Do you want to discuss your little toot? Dave doesn't like <laughs> when you don't appreciate his restaurant choice. I took a friend to Moosecraft. Okay, this and, is... And okay. this friend ordered turkey. Okay, what's Moosecraft? Moose, Explain Moose, to the people that Moosecraft don't. Moosecraft is easily the best barbecue in Los Angeles okay. by, by a long shot and possibly the best on the entire West Coast. Okay. Just amazing Texas-style barbecue. Okay. Yeah. 
Amazing. It's amazing. It is they very good. They know me by first <laughs> name. They do know you by I'm, first name. <laughs> I'm Norm now. I'm Norm at Cheers. I'm, when I, seriously, when I walk in, like at least two employees are like, hey, Dave. I love that so like, much. Hey, what's up, man? And it's a really cool spot. But here's the thing. What I love about you is that you make that like a sacred time, right? Yeah. Like going to Moosecraft is like high. That's well, your love language. Like let me open, bring you Yeah, they're only open here. four days a week. Yeah. So, and they only have the specials, you know, mm-hmm. like Thursday's the only day you can get the Korean pork belly burn-ins. Oh, I didn't know that. Thursday's the only day you can get What about Friday? Friday, Saturday, Sunday's the only day you can get the smoked burger. Okay. This burger's insane. I've talked about how it's the best burger I've ever had. Yeah. And then the brisket, just the regular run-of-the-mill everyday menu, brisket's insane. The ribs are insane. It's it's a it's a beautiful place. Yeah. So this is a special, this is your sacred place, which yeah. I get. Yeah. Much like my skin burning place. Yeah. I understand. And your friend ordered. He ordered turkey. T- turkey. I mean, and, and it's good turkey. I've had smoked turkey. So you have had the turkey. I've had it. I've, because I think maybe you got some <laughs> that very first time. No, I think Jack did. Maybe I think Jack, Jack did. Yeah. I didn't. I don't think I did. But, and nothing against smoked turkey, but like, I haven't been raving about this restaurant because of the turkey. It's the brisket, it's the smoked burger, it's the ribs. You know, anyway, now keep in mind, this is the same friend who two years ago invited me to a birthday hang. Mm -hmm. He's like, hey, I'm having a little birthday hang next Thursday, whatever, swing by. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, absolutely, Mm -hmm. sounds fun. Mm -hmm. And uh, swung by. And hung out for about three hours, and not once was I offered a beverage of any sort or a snack or food of any sort. Okay, let's go. At a birthday hang. Let's rewind this. This guy had a birthday hang. So what did you guys do? We smoked some marijuana. I think we watched some baseball. I think we listened to some music and, you know, just goofing off, hanging out. But there was no food or beverage. No food or drink. No food or drink. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no food or beverage at a birthday hang. Now, keep in mind, I didn't just fall out of a tree and knock on the door and say, hey, can you make me a sandwich? You invited me to a birthday hang. There's no fucking, not even, yeah. not even a fruit punch, Dr. Pepper, popsicle. So did you get some water at least? Like I think eventually I had to ask for some water. May I have water, please? (laughs) But but, we got birthday hang. It's not a pizza just sitting on the table. There's not a twelve pack of beers. Not a two liter of Mountain Dew. Nothing. So not even a snack. Not even like some M and M's in a bowl. No, nothing. You promised me that seems crazy. There was food in the house. I'm sure. I assume in the cabinets in the fridge. But there was no food out, presentable, none was offered, nothing, at a birthday hang. I remember that. And then you had an Uber back because you were just... Yeah, I got a little... Yeah. The bongs really catch you off. Oh, I bet. I don't even know how you do that. So then take the same guy to the best barbecue he's probably ever had. I'm going to get a good turkey. Well, all right. I, I wish I would And I was like, you don't want to get some brisket? And I made him eat some of my brisket. I got some brisket. And what did he do? And, and he was like, oh, yeah, it was great. Was like, yeah. But it wasn't like, wow, unbelievable. This is so great. I love this. Thank you for sharing. Well, in his defense, I, 
I can't, it's not safe for me to assume that everybody shares the same passion for food that I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I understand that, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm very passionate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but just still, like, come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. I. Well, it's just, he's just, he's just one of these people that he's just food dumb. He's just food dumb. He didn't, you know, some people just don't give a shit about food. I know. And I, I I don't respect that. I don't. I, I I understand how some people could not. The same way I don't give a shit about certain things, but uh, but yeah, it's hard for me to wrap my hand or head around that. Here's the thing: you do give a shit about things, and if it was important to your friend, mm-hmm. you would give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? If your friend was like, "Oh my gosh, dude, we're gonna go get." pedicures i know i know it's crazy but like this is one of my favorite things and let me you would give it a shot you're an open-minded individual yeah this just feels like this person doesn't really enjoy anything (laughs) i have some thoughts on this person and i'm welcoming this person to acknowledge my existence anyway we're good no, I get it. One time, I'll, I'll tell the story. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, let's go ahead. We went to visit this person. Yep. And uh, just... Uh, Visiting their home. Just their immediately home. started talking to me and completely ignored you. Didn't even acknowledge 20 minutes. Me. And I had to be like, hey, you remember Katie? I was just standing there. <laughs> and I kept making comments like, nice shed. Oh, look, there's an orange tree or whatever the fuck was back there. <laughs> then... Then I got ignored again, again, by the person that lived there as well with this person. And I got ignored, not even acknowledged. That to me is such a F you. That is so like not acknowledging me. That's mm-hmm. the way to get me. Yeah. There you go. That's just what are you? You can't even say hi. You can't mm-hmm. pop your head out and say, hi, nice to meet you or hi. Mm-hmm. Really? It's fine. It hasn't bothered me for two years at all. <laughs> well, there's, there's more context to that that we don't have to go into. But it, it's like it, we weren't just swinging by. We, yeah. We, we had an appointment for a thing. I'm just, yeah, I'm going to say We were going to rent out this person's back shed. Yeah. That is a shed <laughs> that this person decided to uh, rent as a one-bedroom apartment. Uh-huh. Let's go ahead and uh, tell them how much. We don't have to get it all. Okay. It was See, just overpriced. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. It was overpriced. Yeah. It was overpriced. Didn't even have a door. Didn't even have... It was a studio. A studio apartment was overpriced. Didn't have a kitchen. No friend discount. Didn't have a kitchen. Didn't have a kitchen. Didn't have a kitchen. Dark. No air conditioning. I'm sorry. It's okay. Bad. We just opened up this door. Yeah, See what bad. happens? All, all because of some turkey. Some turkey. But mm-hmm. you're right. See that... The turkey, though. Mm-hmm. The order of the turkey says so much about this person. Okay. <laughs> Hey, you're pumped about this. Get freaking brisket. You know what I mean? Get a rib. What what is what is it gonna do? Anyway, guys, listen, I've had a lot of opinions this week. I'm sorry. Sourpuss Katie. Mmm. But anyway, what a gem. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I would love to be proven wrong of this person. So far, yeah. not wrong, not right, but not wrong. That's an interesting conversation piece uh, or starter. Like, how do you deal 
with not liking your spouse's friends. I know. Well, you're lucky because I don't have any. So that's good. That's not true. <laughs> no, I don't. It's okay. It's fine. Of course you have friends. I do, but they're very old or weird. They're like my dad's friends. Because <laughs> for the past four years, I've been like in a retirement community. <laughs> so most of my friends are over 70. That's true. That's this friend true. we're speaking of, is this the only friend of mine that you're not fond of? Yes. Really? Yeah. Yeah. There was one you had some doubts about. Yes, I did think that one was questionable regarding sex and i don't know anyway not that i'm sex shaming anyway i have well no one i have one friend that you were like i a lot of people say he's a creep Mm -hmm. a lot of there were some stories uh circulating around the female comedy community Mm -hmm. and uh yeah i i i didn't know all the facts Uh so i was just i i had some black and white thinking yeah and I definitely categorized that person not great. No, I understand, and that, that I was that put me in a tough situation too. It did this person? I, I still to this day, I want to say vouch for. Boy, this is it's a tough one. It is a tough one. See if my okay. And my my problem is not to interrupt, but no, interrupt please. But you pointed this out to me is I only judge people based on my experiences with them. I know, and everyone always sucks up to you. It's so annoying. Well, that person's nice to me, and you're like, well, no shit, they're nice to you. Yeah. Well, I don't know what that means. I don't know why they would be nice to me. Other than we're friends and we're friendly. But yeah, if someone, yeah, looking at it from a different point of view or a different context of of a relationship with this person, you know, maybe it could be different. But you're so polite and you're so kind, and you see so, you see a lot of great in people. I am a trash can and I immediately question everybody, which is not right, which isn't right. And especially recently, I'm very suspicious of pretty much a lamp at this point. So I, I understand that I could go overboard, mm-hmm. but usually my spidey senses, you know, I want to get to know somebody. And, and honestly, this person has been around me a few times, actually in my home twice. Is this the person, the turkey guy? Turkey. Okay, not the other guy. No, the other guy, let's just, we're going to put a pin in that one. Mm-hmm. But I I definitely have tried. Mm-hmm. It's not like, okay, you know, let's chalk it up to a bad day. Or maybe they were busy or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, no, you've consistently shown that you don't give a shit about me, mm-hmm. which is fine mm-hmm. if I did, if you weren't in my space, in my face right now. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why it was... If your partner or significant other has somebody that you're not a big fan of and, you know, you guys are still friends and still connect, great. That's a one-on-one date Mm -hmm. all the way because I'm not going to have somebody ignore me Mm -hmm. (laughs) and, like, treat me poorly. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and that is hard, and I'm sorry, and I really want to see the good in this person, but that's not, you know, what if this, that's just how it is sometimes, I guess, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to be that bitchy wife that's like, now. No, I don't think you are at all. I think your your opinion on the situation, your your perspective on it is is valid. Well, I try to understand mm-hmm. where they're coming from. I really try to understand, okay, you know, straight person, I usually have I have some hang-ups, especially towards males. Mm-hmm. So I understand that's my stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to connect with 
those kind of males. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I do like kindness. And even if you're an introvert, (laughs) like, there are nice introverts where I can open up to or, you know, I I like getting to know people. I like understanding where they're coming from or tell me your story or whatever the hell. Um, But, yeah, this it was just, it's like shut down. Well, and I'm in a weird position, too, because I can't defend his behavior. Just, you know, like, yeah, I I get why you're mad at that. And also, Mm -hmm. I'm, ah, I don't know. No, no, no. Let it go, buddy. uh, This isn't a friendship. This isn't a a top-tier friendship. I understand that. It's it's an acquaintance friendship. It's an acquaintance. Yeah. You know, and it's like, yeah, that's the guy that I do this one or two things with, you know, the one or two things maybe we have in common, you know, with somebody I can go do fill in the blank with, as in, you know, this guy I can go do this thing with, and you know, but it... You're very good with people. I am not. I, I think, yeah, here's the thing. You aren't at the close, like, I don't know, maybe you are, but you're not at the level of closeness to say, hey... Are you like super depressed? Like, yeah. what's going on with you? Mm-hmm. Like, you've been acting off lately. Like, that's a good friend. Mm-hmm. And I've done that to a friend recently and lost that friendship. Backfired, yeah. Yeah, it did. But I'm not going to BS somebody and be like, oh, okay, let me take some of your bullshit. Mm-hmm. No. If you're acting like a crazy person, I'm going to say, are you okay? What's going on? Mm-hmm. And that's, to me, that's a good friend. To me, that's a friendship worth having. But I understand if they're acquaintance friends, you don't really, and if that's who they innately are. Well, also, I don't think he's acting like a crazy person. I think no, he's you're acting right. like, <laughs> yeah. like he's, there's nothing in his behavior that's like, whoa, what the fuck? It's just like, oh, are, are you that guy? Oh, you're the kind of guy that, just little things in, in regards to like manners and consideration, like, oh, you're, you're the guy that, okay, gotcha. That's yeah. how I, but, you know, in his defense, it's nothing, it's not like crazy behavior. But does any one of your, I know you probably have mutual friends. Has mm-hmm. anyone been like, Jesus, what the fuck's your problem? Like in front of him? Because I think he just needs like a older sibling of some sort to be like, what the fuck is your deal? You know, and immediately there would be like, oh, self-realization. I'm yeah. assuming but maybe not. He's the only child, so maybe that's part of it. Only child. Maybe that's part Guys, of it. this is just how I work. I'm disgusting because I'm obsessed with this because I'm like, okay, so that's the reason. He's an only child. No, I mean, yeah, maybe that's part of it. Hmm. Yeah, if it, see, not to like... Some of my favorite people are only children, though. So Not to escape responsibility on this, but it's just like because he's not like a... T- top to your friend mm-hmm. like if it was one of my closest friends i'd be like listen mm-hmm. you're my friend she's my wife why are you being a fucking dick to my wife you know and, and but i was i was a i was a fiance at that point exactly that's for sure but i still, wasn't still it doesn't matter when like you know the fact that i'm vouching for this woman this is my girlfriend or my fiance or my wife or whomever it is mm-hmm. you know as an extension of being polite and kind to me you also need to be polite and considerate to her uh, my point is, if this was one of my top tier friends, I would have had that conversation already. But this is just a guy that I see, that I hang out with twice a year. Yeah. That I text, you know. It's like taxes. Once a month, maybe. You know, I mean, it's just a. I'm not saying he's not a friend, but it's it, and our relationship isn't based on that kind of stuff, really. Yeah, I understand yeah. that. Yeah, 
I no, I do get that. I mean, obviously, I'm the extreme the other way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I overread everything. Mm-hmm. I overanalyze everything. Um, so yeah, that is something I need to get better at. But yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, my feelings were hurt. And I just, I I don't understand. I just never knew being ignored like that would be such a like, well, and I just felt trapped. Like I couldn't be like, wow, you're being a dick and ignoring mm-hmm. me. Like it wasn't like we were at a show or something. Like yeah. I was in this ho- person's home yeah. and it was a business transaction basically. Yeah. Like way to, way to start the thing great, like by ignoring the potential tenant yeah. of your <laughs> shack. Yeah. Sorry. But you know, it's like, what's the deal? But I, I don't know. I just don't like, and yeah. So a lot of that was my stuff and I over, I think I overreacted, but I, I no, don't. I'm not, I didn't, I'm not saying you overreacted. No, you I'm didn't overreact. You didn't even acknowledge it. It's not like you created a scene because yeah. of it. You, you, you ate it, you know, yeah. you, you didn't, create a scene so you know you didn't definitely didn't overreact and you're not wrong for having your feelings hurt like no one likes to be ignored what if i said um excuse me person uh is there a reason you're ignoring me like that would have been mean and weird and would have created a weird thing so what what is a person supposed to do in that situation like what would you have done in that situation well, what I did do was nothing, just because I was like, ugh. No, I know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and, and maybe I should have. But it was like, all right, this is just who this guy is. Yeah. He's got his fucking head up his ass. He's not considered, he's not aware of these small details that maybe he should be aware of. Well, and there's a certain breed of people, especially in Los Angeles, that I've come across many a time, which is I only want to kiss but to people that can help my career. Sorry. I only want this for me and that's it. And it's really gross and I find it abhorrent. And since I am not a person that could help you in your, in your eyes, by the way, I mean like he doesn't fucking know anything about me, but anyway, uh, I'm going to treat you badly, but it, Trust and believe if I was a producer on some show or if I was a writer somewhere, oh, I would have gotten my ass kissed. Yeah, he would not have ignored you. Exactly. Forgot to, you know, say hello. That. If you were, if he knew that you were so-and-so on, if you're staffed on a show or. Yeah, exactly. You know, you you booked a show. Yeah. Or Or I was, you know, a working actor or whatever it is. It would have been different. So that's what grosses me out. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, Cool. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, I I think I've really ranted about this person, and I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. That's <laughs> sorry right. about that. That was a weird <laughs> turn. <laughs> oh my gosh! I like how your beef with is with Ooh. him is. You know, he didn't acknowledge me. I don't feel seen. Blah blah. I'm like he fucking got turk. <laughs> this guy sucks. Says so much. <laughs> Our complaints are so different. <laughs> Very different. Very different. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, how well, you feeling, boo? I feel pretty good. I, I bet you I, do. I feel pretty good, dude. <laughs> uh, do you want to do this? Do you want me to... I, I asked if I could do more trivia to redeem myself. Yeah, since baseball trivia was I only such got, a hit. What did I get? 60%? You didn't... I think it was 40. No. No, I think, I think it, it was, was four questions you got out of 10. No. It's 40, so that's how that works. Okay, yes. So... 
instead of baseball, which I thought you were well-versed in. The only two things I'm good at with <laughs> trivia would be baseball and Seinfeld. And so, guys, I found a Seinfeld quiz, okay? You want to, how many questions you want to All just right, do? All right, let's Let's just do 10. See how many I can get out of 10. Just 1 to 10, random, okay? Random 10. There. And guys, if you're a Seinfeld fan, feel free to have fun with this. And okay. Pick, pick out some good ones that, that maybe okay. you think will stump me. Oh, okay. Let's do yeah. that. You, you know don't have what? to just go through the first 10. You can just, you're right. Yeah. Hey, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, not, okay. All right. I'm going to choose the hardest 10. Okay. Here we go. Now, let me, can I give a caveat? Yes. I'm very good with Seinfeld trivia, but like really purposely arbitrary, like mm-hmm. how many times in the course of nine seasons did Elaine say, get out? You know, like I'm not going to go 79 times. I like, won't do. General trivia within the Seinfeld universe, I'm pretty confident. I think you could do this very, very fast. This is a good, oh, okay. this is a good one. Okay, here we go. I won't do any numbers. How's that? Are you ready? Uh-huh. Okay. What's the first and last thing the group of friends discuss during the pilot and finale episodes? There's a connection. They, they, the, oh, the first premise of the whole series, they revisit in the last scene of the whole series. Okay. And that premise is the placement of the button on George's shirt. Exactly. Buttons. Mm-hmm. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Plus one. Here we go. When they're sitting right. in the jail cell. They, uh, that was the last thing they talked about. What is the name of the coffee shop where Jerry and his friends spend a lot of their time? That's very easy. It's Monk's. Yep, Monk's Cafe. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Okay, what is the name of the clown played by guest star John Favreau? Oh, man, that's a good one. It is. That's a great episode. I'm going to say it's a really uh, pedestrian name. Because uh, George makes fun of it. Like, well, what kind of name is that for a clown? I want to say Eric the Clown. It is. Eric. Eric three. Yeah. Wow, boo, you're amazing. Okay. Oh, this and is And I promise fun. I haven't looked at these. No, I know. I know you haven't. Okay. Who is Sid and what's his job? Sid. Who is Sid? Oh, that's Sid a good one. Okay, hold and on. And what's his job? Okay, Sid. Oh, man, that is a tough one. It's, it's not Kramer's caddy. Because that guy's name was Stan, I think. Stan the Caddy. Sid. Yep. Oh, fuck. Is Sid... I don't think he's not... He's not the super. He's not the handyman no. that, that installs the low flow and, and the guy who gets mad because Jerry didn't want to do the kiss hello with all the other tenants. It's Mm-mm. not that guy. Nope. Sid. Fuck, this is a tough I one. I know. Is there now any he's way lit you up, give guys. me a hint? Okay, I can. Okay. I think... It, it has to do with um, moving. Okay. Things. Oh, okay. I, this was I was gonna get to this guy. I think Sid is the old uh, cranky black guy who moves the cars from one side of the street to the other, and he's on vacation, and he hires George to do it, and George messes up the, uh, he messes up a scene in a Woody Allen movie. Perfect. He's crashing the cars all over the place. He moves everyone's cars to the other side of the street on an alternate yep. side and Sid for gets street pissed. cleaning days. Like, you ain't got enough sense to move a car from one side of the street to the other. <laughs> okay. Which guest star said they're real and they're spectacular? That would be Terry Hatcher. Yes. And what is she speaking about? She's speaking about her boobs. Yeah. Because Terry was uh, suspicious that maybe she had fake boobs and 
they they hatch a plot to where Elaine can go into the sauna and maybe sneak a peek and confirm. Yeah. Who does? Oh no, this is too easy. Okay, what's mm-hmm. the name for Jerry's favorite shirt? It's Golden Boy. Yeah, this Golden, Golden Boy. Boy. Golden Boy he goes out there every day. <laughs> <laughs> Golden Boy is slowly dying. When his favorite shirt falls apart after one too many washes, how does Jerry replace him with? What's the name of the shirt he replaces him oh, with? Oh, man, this is a tough one. Yeah. So right now you're at five. I'm being nice because I gave you that alternating street one. What's the name of the shirt that replaces yep. Golden Boy? Yep. I want to say it's a blue shirt. It's It's two words, the name of it. Is it? Not baby blue. It is baby baby blue. blue. Six. I'm going to go with that. Good. Come on, boo. Come on. Confidence. Well, you are getting some. These are are tough. These These are are good. These are good. These are uh, senior year Seinfeld questions. Okay. Of Jerry's many shallow complaints about the women he dates, which, by the way, I have a lot of thoughts on, what petty thing bothers him about his girlfriend, Jillian? Jillian. Jillian. See, this is tough because I can't remember every girlfriend's name. But, I mean, some of the complaints that come to mind, there was this one girl, is Jillian the one who ate her peas one at a time? Nope. No. Or is Jillian the one that wore the same dress all the time like a superhero? Nope. Is there I'll any give... hint you can give me about Jillian? Um, yes, uh, it, it has something to do with her body. Okay. Is Jillian man hands? Yep, Jillian, Jillian is, is man, man hands. hands. Yeah. Yep, man hands Which Jillian. Is such a funny premise. It is really funny. Oh my gosh, the <laughs> hands that just look they are male hands. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, we're on number 7. Okay. I think. I don't know. I think I lost count, but you're you're doing great. Okay. All right. Yeah, we're on seven. What book's late return earns Jerry a stern talking to and hefty late fees? What's the title of the book? Well, uh, this is tough because there's two books with very similar titles. I want to say it's it's Tropic of Cancer. Yes, the Tropic of Cancer. Giving you that one. Uh Given you that one. Well, because I, I got it right. Yeah, that you did get it right. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> How much money does Kramer make upon originally selling his life stories? The original amount. I know this is a number, but I feel like yeah. you got this. Fifteen hundred dollars. Seven fifty. Oh. He asked for fifteen. He asked for fifteen, and then, and then Peter and said out seven fifty. Okay. Well, that's okay. That was a number. Uh-huh. We said we weren't going to do that's that. Fine. That's fine. All right. Why was Kramer discharged from the army after only serving briefly? Oh, fuck. Why was Kramer discharged from the army after only serving and briefly is in quotes? Because it's a weird answer. It's not, you're not going to. It's not a common reason to get kicked out like fallen arches? No. I mean, I've never heard of this being a reason. Although I'm not an army, you know, connoisseur. <laughs> Man, you stumped me. I don't know. It's classified. That's what it says. 
Why was Kramer discharged from the Army after only serving briefly? It's classified. I think that was his answer, Jerry. Yeah. It was like, it's classified. Okay, it's classified. Huh. Yeah, I didn't know that one. What former child actor does Kramer try to force into reading his script? <laughs> Fred Savage. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, that was such a good one. All right. What, what are the names of George's two fictitious horses? Oh. Uh. <laughs> uh, Snoopy and Prickly Pete. Yes! Third <laughs> That's a one, good one. Boo. That was good. That's a deep pull right oh, there. Oh, that was a very... That's when he's pretending, he's telling his in-laws that he has a, he bought a place in the Hamptons. And they're like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, I got two horses. What are their names? Snoopy and Prickly Pete. All right, this is, this is it. This okay. is it, all right? Okay. When is Festivus? What's the date? Oh, the date... Ouch, boy, that's a tough one. I know what Festivus is. Yep, you have to just think of the episode. Think of it. It's not going to be. It's. Hmm. Come on, it's either the day before or the day after. I would think. You're close. You're close. Do you want? Okay, here's the thing. I'll I'll ask you a question. Do you want to pass, and I'll ask you something harder, or do you want to just try? Yeah, I honestly, let me let me pass and give it something harder. Okay. Because I just don't know that one. I know that episode. I know all about Festivus. I can't remember what date they said it was supposed to be on. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Before. I, I, I want to say it's Christmas Eve, but I feel like that's not correct. But, so I'll pass. Okay. Give me a harder one. All right, here we go. Why... Does Elaine attempt? Oh, who, why does Elaine's attempt to steal and eat someone else's egg roll fall through? Why does Elaine's attempt to steal and eat somebody else's egg roll fall through? Well, this is the one in the Chinese restaurant where George says, "I'll give you fifty dollars if you go. You go over there, you pick up an egg roll, you don't say anything, you bite it, you walk away." Uh, so how does she mess it up? She messed it up because. They couldn't hear her. She yes! was trying to let them in on it. Like, hey, I know that sounds weird, Woo! but my friend over there, blah, and they're like, what? Huh? Yeah. What? Yes, yes, yes. And okay. George goes, for 50 bucks, I put my face in their soup and blow. <laughs> <laughs> and that is nine out of 10, my friend. And also, just FYI, guys, Festivus is December 23rd. December 23rd. December 23rd, the day before Christmas Eve. Boo, I'm impressed. Yeah. That was very good. And guess what? I saw you brighten up like a gosh darn Christmas tree. I like a good challenge. Yeah, you do. You like challenges. Give me one more just to go out on. Look at him. He's so excited. Give me one, make it He's hard. so excited. Okay. Uh, okay, ready? Okay. Uh, hold on. What flavor of babka is the lesser babka? Cinnamon is the lesser. Good. They was that to too get, easy? They tried to get a chocolate. Yeah, that was too easy. They tried okay. to get chocolate, and uh, they were out of chocolate. They only had cinnamon, and then there's a hair in it. Yeah. Anyway. What restaurant is Elaine banned from going to? Oh, man. Uh, there we go. There we uh, go. Hop Sings. Yes! Yeah. Oh, my gosh. He, you love this game. This is so <laughs> fun. Okay. George's, uh, George got what teacher fired? And what was the teacher's name for a bonus? Oh, man. George got what teacher fired? It's not Mr. Bevilacqua. That was the teacher 
who was at the race between Jerry and Duncan Meyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the same episode as the Tropic of Cancer, uh, because mm-hmm. he had this teacher was now uh, an unhoused person, mm-hmm. and he had the book for some. They at the very last shot they show him laying there in his sleeping bag or whatever, and there's that old book. What was and he had baked bean teeth. Mm-hmm. Oh man, what was his name, Mister Woman? I'm just singing Witchy Woman. To keep Boy, the audience a, engaged. This is a great question. And, it uh, is. I'm stumped. I cannot recall his name. Mr. Can you can you know uh, what about what what he taught? Anything? He, was a, he was a gym teacher. Yes! Okay, that's He's one point. Good. Teacher. He was a gym teacher. Yeah. And his name is Mr. Is it an Italian name? Is it, no, it's, it's like a weird. Polish. It's like a like Polish type name? I mean, it feels like it's a fake name. Okay, yeah, I can't remember. Heyman. Mr. Heyman? Yeah. Mr. Huh. Heyman, the gym yeah, teacher. Yeah, I, I would have never guessed that. Mm. All right. Well, guys, this has been <laughs> Seinfeld Trivia, Davis High, Katie Complains About Everything episode. I think it was great. I'm excited about this episode. I want everybody to just, this is it. You're welcome, America. Mm-hmm. Boo, do you have anything to plug? I'm going to plug my tour, but I'm getting very discouraged with my tour. No, uh, it's going to be a great tour. You're going to the Midwest, man. Called one of the club owners oh, last night and said, hey, man. Uh, first of all, the same club was like, you've you got to make your own poster. I'm like, well, I usually do that anyway, but sure. Okay. And then they're like, where's your, where's your poster? Give us your poster. And this was 10 fucking days ago. I gave them a poster. And 10 days later, my show's not on the website. And I call them. They're like, yeah, the guy who does our website's sick. You could tell your people to call this phone number, make a reservation. Because that's how you move number? tickets oh in 2022 God. is you, you buy them over the phone. Well, what did you say to him after that, <sighs> solving the problem? It's just like, is there any way you can get something on the fucking website yeah. about my show? Uh, so, yeah. That's discouraging. I'm so sorry. Yeah, if you want if you want to go see me in Cuyahoga <laughs> Falls, I, Ohio... Go to my website and look up that show, and there's the phone number. The phone number is important. I kind of like it. It's an old school. Jeez. Oh, no. Oh, no. There's other shows. The guy's like, yeah, I put together your show. And it's like, nah, it fell through. God. Thanks, man. Thanks. I took myself. This always fucking happens, too. Okay. Every time I have a show. Yeah. Like, every time a show falls through. Right. Had had this show had had a show on the books, right? Right, working out the details, but yeah, this is going to happen. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. Week later, get another offer. Hey, can you do April twentieth? No, man, thanks for the offer, but I can't do April twentieth because I'm doing April twentieth over here at this other place. All right, man, no problem. And then the next day, oh yeah, the show fell through. And That's then, awful. then you call the other the guy that called the second guy that called you're like hey I, actually I am open on April 20th and he's like oh sorry when you passed we moved on and filled it with someone else uh, guys every time a show falls through so so now every time I get an offer for a show and mm-hmm. I'm already booked I'm like oh shit maybe I should just start taking those offers yeah if take some, it all if I get an offer on a date that I'm already booked I should just take it because as soon as I say no then the original date's gonna fall through. So that happens, like, what, every tour? Every fucking tour. No. At least once. Every, no way. Every tour, at least once. Yeah, you're right. Just take both. Yeah. Just take both. What are they going to do? And then, <laughs> you know, zoom in. Zoom in to one of the shows. <laughs> oh, oh just, I'm sorry. That's all right. 
I'm okay. Mm, <laughs> it's just so annoying dealing with people, trying to put together some of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. you need, yeah, I need to be your manager. <laughs> I need to get on the phone with these clowns. Yeah. Um, guys, I, I have a word of month, though. Yeah, word of month. Uh, Dumbdaystone.com if you want to come see me and <laughs> wherever the hell I'm going to be. You're going to have so much fun. It's going to be good, <laughs> boo. Okay, uh, word of mouth. Life and Beth on Hulu, starring Amy Schumer. Holy shit, trigger alert. Excellent show. Amazing. I've never, I'm not an Amy Schumer hater, mm-hmm. but she's never done anything to make me go like, holy shit, she's mm-hmm. great. I mean, she's, she's good at what she does. She's fine. Uh, so I didn't, you know, I wasn't expecting a lot, but man, this show's excellent. It's beautiful. And, and it's, it's a, uh, you know, spoiler alert, there's some death. Um, so if you're grieving right now, uh, it's actually really therapeutic. Sure. I sobbed in a way that I haven't sobbed <laughs> in a while, but it was really, it's really, it's well acted. It's interesting. It's funny. It's women actually talking. They sound like friends of mine, like mm-hmm. people that actually talk like women. It's not like these yeah. plastic figures and it's just I don't know. I just love it so much. So Life and Beth, Mm -hmm. Hulu, get into it, y'all. Also, I am not going on tour with Dave because we don't have our pet setter anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I burned that bridge to the ground. Um, And we are very picky, of course, of pet pet sitters. But anyway, long story short, it'll all work out in the end. (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, I love you, boo. Well, I love you, boo. And uh, thanks for thanks for being here today. Hey, thanks for having me. Hey, guys, we love you so much. Have a great day. Thanks. Bye. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to the Stonebergs podcast. If you enjoyed it, it would mean a lot to us if you could take a few seconds to rate and review it on iTunes. And if you don't listen to it on iTunes but still want to help out, simply tell a friend, as word of mouth is so important. Follow us on Instagram at the Stonebergs Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at the Stonebergs. And lastly, give us a call 24 7 and leave a voicemail at 562 548 2012. That's 562 548 2012. Thanks for listening.